Welcome to My Ignorant Wife, NRL edition, week nine. We're jumping into episode nine. nine. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Good to, good to hear you. <laughs> what so a weekend. Yeah. yeah. I got to say, I was excited that it was stretched out because mm. we had, it felt like more games. Mm. Um, even though it wasn't, it was just longer time to enjoy what we did have. Yeah. Yeah. So in saying that, shall we just jump straight in? Yeah, I guess. We'll start with... <laughs> Sorry, darling. <laughs> South's 20, Panthers 18. And that's, of course, our Thursday night game mm. for round eight. What do you say? <sighs> Penrith did not execute for most of the first half. They okay. put the ball on the ground a lot and they could not complete their sets. Yeah. South did a good job of that. But it was still six all after half. Yeah, yeah. Panthers, I don't think had any business losing that game, but they just their their outside backs carried the team. They ran the ball a lot, and I think they gassed at the end. Mm, yeah, and that's why there was that. It was a sweet try. I got to give rabbits credit, but man, you're killing it yourself hurts. letting them happen right at the end it there hurt, for sure. Uh, I'm in complete agreement with you. I feel like it was one for one. It was very tight. I think they both played well. I feel like the rabbits just just took it over the Panthers. It was almost like they were gassed by the end of it. The Mm. the 76th minute is when the Rabbits turned the game on its head Mm -hmm. and then followed up by another try two minutes later. What could you do? What could they do at that point? Look, I'll be honest with you. It was a bit of a boring game. I ended up shutting it off for about 20 minutes in the middle Mm. bit. Yeah. Turn it on at the 75th minute yeah and i was just like i could see i was like oh no they're not getting back on side yeah. they're just they're gassing and yeah no. the writing was on the wall it was a hard hitting game as well to be yeah. fair it was i think both will be needing a bit of recovery time um yeah. but yeah no it was yeah it was good game was. between two finals bound teams potentially <laughs> all right Let's move up to Darwin. So we had Mm. the Eels taking on the Broncos. Broncos get the victory 26 over the Eels 16. Mm. Um, Broncos did an awesome job in making some really great kicks down um, in the red zone there and executing. Barnes with a beautiful try off of a lucky bounce and then a spin move. Incredible plays by the Broncos. It was hard to take your eyes off them. Everyone was guessing where they were going to be next, and they kept pulling these out. It was incredible. They dominated from the get-go, and Eels decided to go dirty, and it didn't pay off. (laughs) Yeah, Eels um, went long stretches of this game without any teeth. They just Mm. couldn't get anything going consistently. They did score a couple of pretty nice tries, but it was too little too late. And um, in a game like that in Darwin where it's hot and humid and sticky – you know that the Broncos were looking to get it ahead early. Absolutely. It got wet, it got sloppy, and then they yeah. were able to kind of coast to the victory. So they'd be happy with that one. That's it. Scoop up those points ASAP up north. All right, and then we move along, I guess. Uh, so next up we had Sharks taking it over the Bulldogs, 33-20. to 20. Oh. <laughs> I, Yeah. The only thing that I can really say about this, like Sharks were great. They mm. ran away with it from about 25 minutes in. But the doggies looked lost on the field. There was not much communication. They did get a couple nice tries, but it, they just looked lost. Yeah, it, the class across the field by the Sharks, especially on the edges, was really kind of obvious tonight or in this game. And the Bulldogs really are missing that experience mm. 
on the edges, but just across the park, they've got a lot of really key players injured. They haven't been yeah. able to gel, and there's some big changes coming to the team for next round, and we'll talk about when we get to that. But yeah. there's obviously things aren't working in the Bulldogs, and you know what? Things have to change. Unlike some other team, would which just continue to lose, <clears throat> Wes, and make very little <laughs> changes to their team sides, unless there's injuries, the Bulldogs are going to be shaking things up because they know they have to. They, they have, have a team to, to win, yeah. but they have to yeah. win. They look good team. on paper. They need yeah. to actually transfer that onto the field for yep. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to the next game. Yes, We're talking we about shall. your boys. We'll go up to Townsville <laughs> where the Cowboys pull out an 18 to 16 win over the Newcastle Knights. Um, wow. wow. Now I said that to you and you vehemently disagreed with me. I thought Kyle Felt played better. He is playing better and you said I it's it's every other and that's terrible, but that's how I feel. Sometimes he wants to show up, sometimes he doesn't. And yep. I feel like he has a personality within himself that he feels he can get away with that. And maybe a couple other players on the team do as well. Ooh. And there needs to be a bit of a shake-up. Bit of there's a culture issue. There's something a bit murky up there. Interesting. And things aren't gelling as well as they could. Yes, we won. That's fantastic. Excellent crowd behind them. It was one for one for most of the game. I was really excited that we won, but there's just something that's not quite gelling. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, Murray Talagi comes back, has a really dumb play, gets sent off. Mm. There's no doubt about it. He tackles a guy without the ball. Yeah. But I just think they need to lean on their stars, and that's what they did. And yeah. again, Val Holmes showing why he is a perennial Queensland Maroon and right. Quite an excellent player. That's yeah. what we need. Yeah, yep. Humble, had a really grateful, nice break. Know what uh, they're doing. Yeah, yeah, really nice line break. Ends up uh, leading to the try assist for Tommy Dearden. Yeah, and they get out of this game with the win. The win, yeah, amazing. <laughs> we needed that boost. Let's be honest. <laughs> All, All right. right, craziest game of the week coming up here. We've got Titans twenty six, Dolphins twenty eight. What the heck was this game? <laughs> and to think that Titans were leading and dominating. For Not the just first leading, 26 nil. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So we get 26 6 in the first half. Mm-hmm. Wayne Bennett gets him in the sheds. Don't know what he said, but whatever he did, it worked because. It was a different side that came out to join the game. Right from yeah. the start of that first half or second half, it was all the yeah. Finns. They were running all over them. Their big boys got involved in the middle. They scored a couple of tries right down the pipe. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I think that's what the benefit is of having those veteran presences in the locker mm. room is they would have said, look, we aren't out of any game. Yeah. We just got to play for each other. We got to play good D exactly. and execute. And that's exactly what they did. It's kind of similar to what happened with that Bulldogs and Sharks game where it was pretty mm. close in the first half, but this time, obviously the Finns had to do a lot more. They just didn't let the Titans get the ball in yeah. the second half. They just That's had it. so much possession. They dominated possession for yeah. sure. They lent onto their strengths. Mm-hmm. And obviously there was a bit of a pep talk during the halftime break, like you said. Totally different team second half. The Finns came out. They were communicating and they were taking risks. It was exciting yeah. to see and it paid off. They looked like potential premier contenders. Definitely one of the tight... Oh, okay. I'm going to ba- walk you back <laughs> on that one. They look like potential finals contenders. Oh. We'll see. We'll see. Um, by contenders, I mean maybe making the eight. But um, <laughs> they Bennett would good. not be happy with their effort because it wasn't. It was just pitiful. That first half was not good, but he'd be happy with the efforts in the second half. Exactly. So. Yes. Yeah. All right. 
We'll move to Manly yeah. against Wests playing at Leichhardt Oval. West 16, Seagulls 22. Like, what happened what? here? This is a weird game. <laughs> Seagulls were losing up until the 71st minute. Right? Yeah. So, it, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, <laughs> like we said, it's the same thing. Turbo, when he's on his game and healthy, yeah. is maybe the best player in the NRL. Yeah. When he's not... The, what does the team do? They lose such a huge, important part of their attack. Yeah. And they just don't look like they're able to fill that gap. And not only that, it's obvious. Mm. He's been carrying injuries, it looks like, from the beginning of the season. Definitely. And yes, they cover it up. They say, no, he's himself. But you can see he's not accelerating. He's not playing his full mm. potential. And honestly, his own teammates are avoiding him on the field in certain plays because they know he won't be able to carry it. And, you know, big story in the offseason was that he went to the United States. He went mm. to go see some world-renowned physios. Yeah. Looked after his hamstrings. Apparently, that's the big key to his issues. He's got issues with his hamstrings. Yeah. That's not his issue right now, but it seems like it's a bit of a knock-on because he's had issues with his groin. He's had yeah. issues with his back. And that's all that core Absolutely. area. So something's going on. I'm not a doctor, but I just I feel like it's going to come to a point here where they're going to have to make a really tough choice with Turbo. and. Yeah. They're going to have to either sit him down long term and get him the help he needs, like a whole season maybe, or yeah. move on, maybe. Yes, exactly. I mean, and he's a phenomenal player excellent. when he's at his full potential. But he's obviously hurting, and it's not worth his body going through this. That's and you never know. Wish. Like It's very similar to what happened with Kalen Ponga. A lot of mm. you know things came out with Ponga saying, great talent. But the way he plays puts himself into some risk. And fullback is just a, it's a yeah. position where you take a lot of punishment. Mm. And for being such a big guy at the back there, he takes a lot of shots, especially yeah. to his lower body. It will be very difficult for him to bounce back. I, I like when he is playing great because he is a really fantastic mm. star. Yeah. But Seagulls just don't go unless he is. And they were pretty lucky to get off the pitch with the wind in That's this game. true. And looking forward, it looks like they're carrying a few more injuries along the line. Yeah. So this game was close. It was confusing. Mm. Um, yeah, West nearly got on the board on their own merit. <laughs> That's right. So that finished off our weekend slate. And we moved to Tuesday for our Anzac games. So first game, traditional matchup between... Roosters 27 over St. George 26. 26, Really, really good game. One of the best um, Anzac games for a while. Mm. Um, Give it to the Dragons. They held in there. They stayed it with Roosters. Roosters looked like they were going to try and pull away early on. Honestly, it could have gone either way. But it could have gone either way. Yeah, absolutely. i got to say, on the Roosters' side, the veterans were leading the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. It was one of those ones where it was almost like where one team was strong, the other team was falling apart and vice mm. versa. So the Roosters just right up the middle, mm. nothing super fancy, but they were doing some second phase stuff, offloads, and they were able to get right up the middle and score. Yeah. Other side of it, that dynamic playmakers that South has, or sorry, that St. George has on the outside, they were able to get that speed and they were able yeah. to run around the Roosters. And then, you know... Roosters just use their veterans again. Yes, They're a bit of a yeah. more experienced team. Keep calm. Kiri mm-hmm. kicks a beautiful field goal, and they end up getting the win just. Yeah, exactly. By the hair of their chin. Um, yeah. And i got to say, though, 
they were both beat up by the second half. They were both exhausted. It's an emotional game. It's Anzacs, so they'd be fired up when they started off. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where you... You want to, you want to your best. give your best shot because you know every eye in Shreya is probably watching yeah, the game. It's a huge sure. deal. Um, there's the emotion set into it, but it's also one of those things where, um, especially for the Dragons, I think, they knew they had a chance in this game mm. and they really wanted to give it their best shot for um, you know, what they'd be able to do to show that they're actually a real team. And they may have gained some fans, but they didn't gain any points. Yeah, that's true. The At the thing. end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. yeah. So, we're so into that issue. sliding right along then to our final game of the week was Storm over Warriors, 30 so, to 22. Yeah. So Storm. <laughs> wow. This was a Warriors interesting was back and forth game. Yeah. Yeah. Warriors actually were all over them for a lot of the first half. Um, yeah. Leading they, for the majority. Yeah. And then what ended up happening was the Storm used typical storm defense yeah. yeah and then monster is the x factor he just whatever yeah. he touches the ball the, the other team has to sort of stop everything they're doing yes. and focus on him and yeah. when he brings that focus to him he's so good at either stepping around yes. holding up the play of the ball or getting other guys into position and putting them over he's a playmaker when he yeah. touches the ball it turns to go there's some there's some sort of magic dust that he sprinkles yeah. onto the field when he's there and melbourne and would be very very happy to see nick meany coming back from injury two tries gets a double on mm-hmm. his return um i don't know what's going to happen when they get back um their young fullback um blanking yeah. on his name right now that's been on injury but meany's played really well the warriors just ran out of gas i think they, they did just, but they, they looked out. good they had excellent plays their tries were they also solid, got a lot of injuries but, though yeah their, their interchange bench they just Right. They ran out of gas because they just could not make up for Keep the, the knocks that they yeah. took. So yeah. good on the Warriors. They're keen. Yeah. They do look like probably a finals team if they keep playing with this high level of effort and execution. Mm. Um, but the Storm are definitely looking like that top of the table team again. They've definitely slipped back into their old stride of heading towards the finals. Yeah. Yeah, hate to say it, but it's true. And we will be talking a little bit more about the Storm in the pitch as they have the bye in round nine. Oh, yeah. And after the break, we will talk about round nine and what's upcoming for the NRL. Before we get into that, though, just to remind you guys, myignorantwife.com, myignorantwife at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook. Check out our Twitter. Um, And also, for those people that are NFL fans, Mm -hmm. check out our NFL draft preview podcast coming out um, right now. I can't believe you wrote me back into that. And some live tweeting that'll be happening on Friday morning in Australia, Thursday evening, everywhere else in North America. So check us out then right after the break. Round nine preview. See you then. And welcome back to Migrant Wife NRL Edition. Round 9 preview. We go to Thursday night. Your boys up against the Sharkies. They go down to South Sydney. It's going to be cold for them. It's going to be cold. (laughs) They're coming off of a (laughs) hard-fought win against the Knights. Sharkies had a pretty easy win against the Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks like both teams are relatively healthy coming to this game. With the Sharkies returning their captain, Dale Finucane, from suspension. Mm. And 
Yeah, still a couple of knocks around for the Cowboys, particularly Jason Tomalolo. He'll yeah. be still be out long term. Yeah. I hate to say it, honey. Don't. <laughs> I think the Cowboys are set up for a bit of a, a shocker this week. You mean a bit of a knock around? Mm-hmm. I think the Sharks had a pretty easy run around oh. with the Bulldogs in that second half. But I think what's going to really hurt the Cowboys this time around is they just, hate to say it, they're just, there's no threats in the middle for them anymore. They have no yeah. speed. They have no real running power in the oh, middle gosh. right now. They've got good, sp- like, small Be forwards. <laughs> I mean, Stop Jake it. Granville, Reuben Cotter. Like them. They're, they're legends. They're absolute beasts. But they're just not big boppers, and that's just they, they need those big boppers Especially right now. Especially against sharks, yeah. Mm. Look, so, I'm backing my boys. I'm always going to back my boys. Mm. It's going to be hard hitting, um, and I might start watching at halftime if I'm that depressed. <laughs> yeah, it's we're yeah. we're in that kind of point of the season that unfortunately the Cowboys tend to get into a fair bit lately. Is that they just don't quite have the depth that some other teams do because they just don't have the feeder teams. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have enough yeah. players coming out through the system. They have good ones. They get really good players from their systems. They just don't have enough of them. And you're right. We're relying too heavily on some of our older veterans in those key positions that unfortunately can't deliver like they used to. And that's yeah. not against them. They're greats. We love them. Yeah. But maybe we need some fresh blood and to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Sharkies win a pretty easy one. They, I'm going to take this one, you know, I'm going to say 30 to 12, something <laughs> along those lines. Sorry, honey. <laughs> I just think Cowboys are due. I think they've, like you said, there's something not quite right there, and I think the Sharkies mm. are going to be able to take advantage. All right. Well, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, too. All right. <laughs> right a lot. <laughs> we'll go to Friday. Our 6 o'clock game on Friday evening is Newcastle traveling to Combank Stadium to mm-hmm. fight a against the eels confusing who to back in this because <laughs> the knights can be phenomenal the eels can phenomenal have some... lately they've had some stellar games you stellar can't... what are you on i would say they're solid they're a solid group they're more solid than the eels i agree <laughs> but what I would say about the Eels is, while the Knights are more solid than the Eels, the Eels have more stellar, spectacular play in them. Oh my god, get off Just it. not very often. <laughs> yeah. The Eels can play 20 minutes of some of the best attacking football in the mm-hmm. NRL per game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, no one told them there are 60 minutes <laughs> in an NRL game. Now, True. their True. wins have come from them getting some lucky bounces yeah, and just, like you said, playing throw-around football. They just kind of... Go nuts. There's not a lot of structure to their game. It's, it's a, very confusing. It's hard to defend. And exciting to watch. In the but then breath. you put yourself in pretty tough situations where yes. you might give the other team you know, a lot of possession, the yeah. dropping the ball, all Opening that kind of stuff. Up. So, yeah. look, I think you're right. I think the Knights' yeah. um, consistency might be what gets them over the line. I think they will win this one in a close one. I think they're going to get something like maybe a 20 yeah. to 14 kind of game. Pretty low scoring. Okay. Um, I'm actually going the other way. Uh, as much as I think the Knights are probably a better team, I think the Eels are going to be home ground advantage, and I mm-hmm. think they're going to pull out some ridiculous moves that are just going to wow everybody, <laughs> and they're going to get over. Okay. Yeah. Agree to disagree. <eah. <laughs> we move along to probably my game of the week, I'd yes. say. 
Yeah. We've got two premiership favorites mm-hmm. in the Rabbitohs heading up to, uh, sorry, to Suncorp to face mm-hmm. Brisbane Broncos. So we've got the number one against the number two. NRL will be very happy with the fact that this is their Friday night game and it's yes. this close on the table, so they're going to have big yeah. viewership. I what think a, what a big game. Let's huge. be honest, it's, it's a big game. Yeah, it could be a grand final preview. Yes, it's definitely very exciting. Broncos versus Rabbits. Uh, it could go either way, really. Yep. Oof. And some of the news that's come out, um, you know, somebody that's going to be playing real, real hard on this game is going to be the number seven for the Rabbitohs, Lachlan Ilias, mm. as rumor has it that next year, Jack Whiten is going to be taking yes. a spot on the Rabbits, and yes. he wants to make sure he keeps his spot, and they have mm-hmm. to move Jack Whiten out to the center. So, you know, he'll be playing with a little bit of uh, fire, hoping that he's that kind of person where he responds well to that. Yeah. Um, I think the Broncos, the one thing that the Broncos do have is there are some injuries and suspensions they're facing. Mm-hmm. And the Rabbitohs are getting some reinforcements back. So mm. that's a big deal. And if the Rabbits can play and, and keep the momentum going from when they beat the Panthers last week, um, they got a good shot. Problem is, the Broncos of late have been playing some pretty good football. So and in good, particular... Good, solid football. They, I don't think, um, are going to let the Rabbitohs get to their edges as easily yes they're not going to be they're not going to be knocked off track they are really strong and as we're still trying to find where is their weakness where's that achilles heel we haven't found it yet we haven't seen it yet so i'm going broncos over rabbits i think home game advantage again yeah and i just think they're a stronger side yeah i think the broncos will take this one as that being a home game will be kind of a big deal i think Um, you know, but you always have those X factors. You have Cody Walker and you have Latrell Mitchell and you never know what they can do mm. when they're on. True. Um, I will say the Broncos missing Ezra Mam to suspension is a big loss. He's played awesome for them in the mm, halves. True. But I do think the Broncos forward pack will make up for that loss and they'll take a lot of the heavy lifting on and, and get a bit of a grindy win. Mm. You know, something like a 25, 26 to... 20 kind it's of It's going to be close. It's going to be a try sure. game, I think. Match of the week for both of us, I think. Yeah. I think so. We move to Saturday where we've got a couple of country games. So we've got Mm -hmm. the Dolphins visiting the Raiders in Wagga Wagga. So um, Dolphins coming off that awesome comeback, amazing comeback last week. But you know Bennett's going to come at them and say, we cannot let ourselves get in a hole like that again. The chances of us coming back are pretty small. Raiders coming off their bye, so they're going to be healthy, rested. Um, and coming off a a string of pretty good games for them. So they'll be, you know, hopefully pretty confident coming in. Yeah. I think this one's going to be, um, it's going to be cold. We're in Wagga. I think you might see a situation where the Raiders really benefit from that extra rest week. And I think they might be able to win this one just because the Finns are going to be a little bit beat up. Mm, Um, looking at the team lists, it looks like, um, the Raiders are getting Jordan Rapana back from that mm. nasty cut that he got when he got need oh, yeah. up against the Broncos a few weeks back. Um, and, you know, both teams are coming into this relatively healthy, but the Raiders are the best rested team. Mm. They probably got to buy at a really good time. I think that round eight, they played two months of football. They had that yes. chance to rest now. It's probably they really beneficial it, to honestly. them. Honestly, yeah, they had a couple wins towards the end there, but they needed it. They were beat up. They mm. needed to refresh, recoup. Have yep. a little holiday to Bali, whatever happened. Whatever they did. 
<laughs> they'll come back strong. I, Viking I'm sorry, Finns, but I think... <laughs> They're going to give them the Viking stick, are they? Yeah. I think the Raiders are going to steal this one. And again, I think Raiders won too. Almost like a home team advantage in Wagga Wagga for sure. Yeah. So I think Raiders win this one. We're probably looking at like a, you know, low scoring affair again. 16, 16, yeah. 10, something like that for me. Yeah. Something close. We'll move to Manly. The Titans go down south of Sydney to face off against the Seagulls. Um, Seagulls coming off of a, just a scrape through against West. Really against poor West. effort, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but like we said, Turbo's health was really one of the big question marks, and he is a mm. big question mark for this game. Um, there is a chance that he may not be able to play. He's going to warm up on the day. I don't think that's and the worst decision, though. And yeah, at least they've if got they some know guys that can take a spot. In. Exactly. Yeah. At least if they know going in, they can prepare for it. But this, oh, he might, he's going to warm up. We're not but sure. My question is, you just had a week against Wes. Why wasn't that a game where he could sit? Sit him yeah. against Wes. Yes, exactly. Like, exactly. He didn't play great. Yeah. Why not give him that chance? You could probably beat spell. West without him. The yeah. Titans actually look like a decent team. Yeah, yeah. So what are they going to do this time? If the Titans can get their heads out of their butts after what happened against the Finns last week, mm-hmm. I think they got a chance. I think they got a real good chance against I the Seagulls. I think you're right. I've picked the Titans for this game as well. And unfortunately, depending if Turbo does play, it could be a career-ending game for him. Who Ooh. knows? Whoa. Who Ooh. knows? Holy. Jeez. He's not playing to his full potential. Are you... Titans can get grubby. You never know what's going to happen. Well, of course you never know. But what are you like? Are you trying out for like fox footy or something like that? Like, holy. (laughs) I'm throwing the call out there. I mean, any player can get a potential career ending injury at any time. But But I know what you're saying. I'm giving, I'm busting your balls here a little bit. I know what you're saying. (laughs) Turbo is playing hurt. And the only thing they're doing is playing with fire right now. So, Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think for him too, and this might be just a, a Marones fan talking, but it might <laughs> be a bad idea for him to maybe skip Mar- Origin. I don't been know. A bit he of won't, talk. but yeah. Seagulls yeah. will be like crossing their fingers and toes that he does. But yeah. even though I said the Titans have a chance, I think Seagulls still win this one. Really? I'm going to say yeah. Seagulls win it um, on the backs of a pretty solid overall team. Mm. They do have some, especially in their centers and second rows, some big boppers. Um, and if Cherry can kind of take the lead and they game plan around Cherry, they could still win this one. I'm going to say pretty high scoring game. I'm going to say Seagulls take it 32-30. It's going to be a close really? one. Yeah. A win on yeah. a late penalty. I disagree. I think Titans have got it. They're just Fair too enough. solid. They're playing consistently at the moment. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are too up and down. Too many injuries. Okay. They don't know what's coming. Yep. Yeah. All right. Our <laughs> second country game of the round, we go to Bathurst. So the Panthers host West Tigers. <laughs> So a bit of a, a Western, a real Western battle. Yeah. Another cold game. Bathurst is always freezing. You always see the, the frost mm-hmm. in the air. Um, that'll benefit no team particularly, but I just think the West Tigers will be really upset with last week. They really let yeah. that one get away from them. They had nine minutes away from their first victory. Unfortunately, they've got an uphill battle coming in against the Panthers. Literally. Uphill it's and just... Bathurst. I like it. Good pun, honey. Panthers will be upset, and I hope they bring that anger against Wes, and I just mm. see an absolute smashing a la Seagulls a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So let's just say, Panthers, maybe Eddie gets five this time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to say Panthers put a 40 spot on Wes's. And... Have you got a favorite player for the Panthers? Like, I feel like just whipping out Eddie's name there. <laughs> 
He's he's up there. He's up, he's up there. Yeah. He's yeah. great. He's a great player. <laughs> um yeah, I gotta say forty burger. I think Panthers put forty up on Wes. I think and right. um it's, I don't want to talk about Wes anymore, so let's move along. All right. <laughs> Done. <laughs> we'll go to Sunday and the early game. We got Roosters up against Warriors. So both teams played up in the Anzac round, so mm. a short rest week. Even though they play on Sunday, it's still a pretty short turnaround for them. Yes. Both teams were involved in hard hitting games. Correct. Warriors obviously played really well for patches of that Storm game, but they kind of let the talent of the Storm get to them, and they're really banged up. Yes. Roosters, not so much banged up, but their grubbiness has led some of their guys going potentially into some suspensions. Mm-hmm. But as I said before, Roosters look like they're going to welcome Angus Crichton back to um, potentially maybe start, but most likely come off the bench. Well-timed, for sure. Good to see him back in the NRL. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Warriors, they're just, I just think they're just a bit too beat up and mm. the injury bugs catching up with them right now. They've lost, um, Nickel Klockstad, Tal Harris and Jazz Tavaga. That's, that's three really key players for their team. Who so really be making a splash this season. And they've had to pretty mm. much completely redo their, their spine. So I think they're in some trouble this week up against a really veteran Roosters group. Yeah. I hope that the Roosters don't get as grubby as they did last game because it was not their style and it was not nice to watch. Mm. But there are a couple of grubs on Roosters. There's, there's a where Hargraves is probably the biggest grub in the NRL. To be fair, <laughs> there's a few. But I I agree. They're not necessarily known they don't for a need grubby to go style. To that level. They're not Storm. Yes. They're not Raiders. Exactly. So <laughs> look, not I think Roosters take this one. I wouldn't say easily. It'll be a hard-hitting game still, mm. but I don't think there's going to be... I think, just don't think the Warriors are going to have much punch to them in mm. terms of attack. They'll okay. defend well, but I think Roosters will pull away late, and the scoreline won't tell the story. I think it'll be like a 28-6 to six win, but it'll be close for most of it, and they'll pull away towards I the disagree. end. I disagree. Okay. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be like a penalty kick difference. Interesting. And I think the Warriors are going to take it. What? I think they're going to put the Roosters on their butts. All right. <laughs> Last game of the week, doggies. Do we we even (laughs) travel down to Wollongong to face up against St. George? Down to the gong. Two teams going in a little bit different directions. The doggies really fallen off a cliff with all the injuries, and they're shaking up their rosters while they've dropped Kyle Flanagan from the halves completely from the team. Oh, God. Second time this has happened to them on two different teams. What does is that, that an attitude him? issue? Yeah. His daddy used to be the Sharkies coach. He's a commentator Not now. Not good. Just a yeah. bad Poor guy. Maybe also partly his fault. I don't know. Mm. But St. George played really, really well last week, but just couldn't quite do it. They're yeah. going to be really hungry for it. Hungry for this one. Again, though, hard-hitting game against the Roosters. Are they going to be able to back it up? Yes, yeah, they true. will. I think they got it because <laughs> the doggies are just so beat up. And, and they're not connected. They're not communicating. Yeah. And they're giving up halfway through. I think you're right. Dragons have got this one. They seem like the stronger team and they want it more. I think so too. Yeah. So I think the doggies lose another one. Bit of a slide for them. And St. George, you know, kind of celebrate a win after a hard fought loss up against the Roosters. So yeah. that's round nine. Um, no special round as far as I know. So we go through Anzac yeah. and then... We'll soon be coming up to a couple of rounds where multiple teams have the buys. So right. that's leading up in a couple of weeks. And then we get into rep football, origin, and all that real fun stuff that we'll definitely be talking about. Looking forward to it. We're going to take one more quick break. And when we return, we're going to talk about our 
pitch this week with the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm. They're on a bye. So we'll be right back with Storm. All right, and welcome back to My Ignorant Wife NRL Edition. We're talking about the pitch. We're talking about the Melbourne Storm who are on a bye this week. Pitch it to me. All right. (laughs) And as you well know, the pitch is where we suggest some products, some marketing opportunities, some ways for these players to build the brand of their team while they're on their bye week. To kill their week, basically. There's no such thing as rest. you got to grind. Absolutely. All about the grind. It's all about the grind. Bring that Muller in. Let's see what we've got. Maybe we can help the Storm get a good pitch out there. Well, they need to. Have you seen rents in Melbourne? (laughs) Yeah, through the roof. <laughs> well, what comes the, to mind with Storm by week? Grubs. <laughs> I know, right? Where when I think of <laughs> Melbourne Storm, I think of Grubs. Hands down. And I think of a very traditional mm-hmm. Australian delicacy. Oh. Witchetty Grubs. The <laughs> Melbourne Storm are going to open a brand new restaurant chain called oh. Grubs. I like the restaurant chain named Grubs. I don't think Witchetty Grubs are going to sell as well as maybe. Go on. What if Cameron Munster is serving them to you? <laughs> when you said restaurant Grubs, I'm picturing like, you know, those restaurants you go to where they like the waiters are rude to you? Sort of. Yeah. So there's a theme to this. So number one, <laughs> the only thing on the menu is witchetty grubs cooked in lots of different ways and delicious sauces oh, okay. and the rest of it. It's like Melbourne. They have beautiful grubs. food. Dim sim grubs. I sound like I don't like Melbourne. I love Melbourne, the city. Yes. The, the team, no. But the city, great. Great food, amazing drinks. Grubs, you know, we're talking Michelin star. It's going to be a nice oh, plot. Wow. You're like, okay. You don't go there. Like, like number Esco-Gar. one. Like grub style. You're not going to go to a restaurant and eat witchetty grubs unless you're like a bit la dee and it costs like... 75 bucks a plate or something so that's number one but number two is during your meal at any time someone could shoulder charge you or elbow you in the back of the head um you know occasionally um harry grant will just come up and start pulling your hair and pushing your face into your food um craig bellamy just yells in your ear um And consistently throughout the entire game cameron smith who doesn't even play for melbourne anymore is in the background just yelling slurs to you the whole time basically just mumbling slapping people along little the little bits and pieces yeah <laughs> dropping people on their heads things along those lines so i can see it coming together Look, but, pick, it's but there. Yeah. you know we're talking nice right like you gotta get it's you gotta fancy. get done up to the t's to go to this place it is a nice spot 75 bucks a plate only witchy grubs, grubs. <laughs> and at any time you can be assaulted and then Oh the person gosh. that does it walks away like they didn't do anything. There's also um, referees walking around this restaurant. Yeah, and, high-fiving. Um, not high-fiving, <laughs> um, so that the players that are there as guest servers can complain. Yes. They're just complaining at all times. So that's my idea. Grubs, oh take it or leave it. I think it's a great idea. I think like it's very fitting. <laughs> what do you got? Well, I immediately thought Storm Grubs. As you did. But I went a different way. I went with grub spray. A Mm. bit like bug spray, but it helps get the grubbiest smell off you. Cameron Smith grub spray. (laughs) In case you smell like him. What's with human smells? 
every week it's about Viking stick. Now it's grub. It's grub spray. spray. It's like bug spray. It keeps the bugs off you. And it's the Cameron Smith special. Wait, so it's bug spray. It's bug spray. Ah. But it's called grub spray. Cameron but Smith. Isn't that? A, aren't you going to think that's like to spray for your garden or something like that? No, it's got Cameron Smith written on it. It's all about grubs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm starting to get to the idea that you think all rugby league players are smelly, rude, well, dirty men. Well, <laughs> have you proved me wrong? Have I proved you? No. no. Look, two great ideas, two crackers. Absolutely. Um, one better than the other. I'm not going to say which. Grub but, spray um, it up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we um, would really like you guys to give us some feedback. You know, send us some, um, you know, ideas, yeah. hate mail, <laughs> anything you want. Happy Let us know. Mail. Does it have to? Don't send us sweaty mail, okay? <laughs> yeah, no real mail. We're not gonna. We don't want real mail. But if you want to send us an email, myignorantwife at gmail.com is the place to do it. If you want to get to us on Twitter, on Facebook, all of our links are up on our website, myignorantwife.com. We're just sprayed all over the socials. Check us out. Sprayed all over listen. the place. <laughs> um, and then, as I said before, check out our NFL draft preview for this upcoming Friday morning in Ooh, Australia, yes. Thursday night. Got some interesting takes. I try to um, educate Camilla on my favorite day of the NFL calendar. Days. Um, days of the oh NFL gosh, calendar. Hey, see? You're learning. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, and we'll obviously be right back with you guys next week with round nine and round ten. Enjoy. It's a great, hopefully, weekend of footy. Now that yeah. we're getting that cooler um, weather, mm-hmm. you know, it's beautiful to be outside. So enjoy it and have a great night. Keep it together.